Hey, what's up, everybody? You know me. My name is Joey B. This is This Degree. Welcome back to the show. It's been a while. It's been a while. We got a new name. I got a new shirt on, and I'll tell you why. We got a new guest coming in, coming on. It's going to be a great time. Corlin Jewell is here, everybody. CorlinJewell.com is the spot. She is. She is. Uh, she does a lot of things. She's an entrepreneur. She's a certified master sexologist. She's a lifestyle coach. I got so many questions. If you want to get in on the fun, 877-237-1143. We're over on Twitter. What's up, Twitter? We're over on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? We're over, man, we should be at blindknowledge.com. We will be. Blindknowledge.com is the spot that's hot. That's enough from me. People are probably wondering why I'm wearing a card shirt and what the hell I'm doing. I'll tell you why. If you've seen this woman's videos, you would know that she likes men in card shirts. Carlin Jewel, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm so glad we could finally do this. How did you get into all of this stuff? Like you do so much stuff and that's really what we're going to touch on throughout this interview, I think is the best way to approach it. You're an entrepreneur. You are an author. You have a number one, ladies and gentlemen, she has a number one international book. This woman does a lot, and we're going to touch on all of it. We're going to get touchy-feely. <laughs> Let's start here. And it's just something that's been on my mind for a long time. CBD, Intimate Oil. What is it? How did you come up with it? What's the deal there? Okay, so the CBD oil, um, that was my probably one of my most recent projects. I think I, I, I launched a year ago. I'm an adult performer, and when you are on set and they, they, the, 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 you know, the director or the producers, they pass you lube, it's always tastes like crap. Um, it's sticky. It um, gets tacky. It, you know, it smells terrible, whatever it is. I just, I just I can't stand the lube. So a friend of mine had asked me if I'd ever tried CBD lube. And I said, what's the difference? And she says, well, it's organic. It's pH balanced. And, you know, it'll help you with relaxation. And especially like if you're sore or if somebody's tried anal, something like that. So um, I was like, well, I don't really endorse anything without trying it. So I went out and I tried a couple CBD lubricants on the market. But the problem is if they are coconut based, you can't use them with a condom. And if they are water based, then they're still a little bit sticky. So I decided I was going to, you know, get together with some scientists and embark on a journey to create a lubricant that had no taste, no smell, you know, helped your muscles relax, soothing, pH balanced, organic, and, you know, could be ingested. Because if you look at the ingredients in lube, you'd be surprised what you're uh, ingesting because you're ingesting it. I have never, I have never looked at the ingredients in lube. I should probably do that. Go look at the ingredients in lube. And then, so my, my lubricant has three ingredients. Um, it's a hundred percent ingestible. I'm not saying drink a bottle. Okay. Legal system in the United States of America, but um, it, it, you can ingest it. And, but we, what we did is we actually extracted the THC. And the reason that was a real, it was an iffy decision. But the reason I did that is because anybody who is in the, military or you know if they even come over to my trade shows and my booths and they say like and i said you want to feel it or touch it they go no i can't touch cbd because i can still test for it when in the military and so and because they get nervous with the thc even if it's under the 0.03 so we do not have thc in ours i might do another another you know another product and include the thc so that would be two products but i just couldn't do both at the same time so that's my lubricant and um and I'm excited about it. It's available on my website. Um, it's available in some stores, and I've got a possible deal with the Love Store in Mexico. He owns a bunch of Mexico, a bunch of the Love Stores, and so maybe with him as well. So we'll see. That is amazing. It's actually over at CoralineJewel.com. I um I got to mention erotica.tv. 
Jewelry, swinger lifestyle jewelry, all kinds of good stuff. What's up with the jewelry? What's what's going on there? I make it. So um, that kind of came about because I do lifestyle coaching. And so um, I my PR, my, my outshine team uh, was my PR. And they had mentioned to me that they um, I should do something when I coach my couples, like give them something to, you know, symbolize that they're going into the lifestyle as a couple. Always remember that why they're there. And so I, you know, he said, you know, maybe a crystal or this or that. And I decided why not make swinger jewelry? Well, first I looked online and it's so expensive. So I decided to make my own. And so started doing that. And now I have an Etsy store and I have it on my website and I'm actually branding out and also doing like, like positive energy, like karma stuff like this. So what I'm doing is I make the jewelry. Okay. Where you would not know that it, that's the swinger symbol right there. That's the universal symbol for swinging. You're going to have to educate me on, on, on all that because I, I have no idea. I'm sure some of our viewers and listeners have no idea Oh, how, how'd you get into it? What's, how would you define Even it? I had a lifestyle event last weekend and even like my members of my community were like, what's the symbol? And I said, that's the swinger symbol. That's the universal symbol. They didn't even know it. So that's how discreet. So I make my jewelry that you can still wear it out and about, but yes, discreet. I made the earrings. I make everything. I'm like having a blast. I love it. I think I like it more than porn. Is that bad? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to stop playing with the screen now. How'd you get into this, this gig? Well, it all, I mean, that's what I wrote my book about. My book is pretty much, you know, how do you go from Olympic figure skater hopeful for South Africa to married living in Sweden to divorced, you know, and then selling panties on the line online to make money to webcamming to content creating to dancing to directing and in, a, in the porn industry to working in the porn industry and so on and so on and so on. So that's how, you know, the, and where I ended up today. Um, but we got involved in the swinging lifestyle because uh, we had a client that requested a video of my husband and I having sex. And he said, Okay, I'll do it, but not letting somebody else film us that we know. So we got like some complete strangers to do it. And then uh, it didn't work. Got too drunk. So nervous, got drunk, passed out, woke up in the morning. I looked at him. I said, we didn't do the video, huh? He says, no, but I think I like that. So like, like having people around. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of how we got involved. And I'm actually divorced because of the lifestyle. And so a lot of, a lot of my message to people is that if you, you know, you know, if you're going into this to save your marriage, it's not going to work. And so I offer guidance on the things that I've seen. I now own a lifestyle club. I have 20,000 members in my club. And um, it's all about, yeah. So what I do is, you know, teaching people um, the, 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 guy, the, the stuff that I wish I had been guided on. I, I wish I had somebody to turn to because we made every mistake in the book. My husband and I made it. So that's why we're divorced. Interesting. Interesting. And is that that's what your books are about? Is that correct? Yeah. So my first book is um, it's called When the Ice Melts, the Story of Coral and Jewel. So that's my first book. And that is, you know, um, kind of, you know, it's just it really I think a lot of people read it. They're, my reviews are on Amazon and it's available on Amazon, Kindle and Audible. And it's also available on my website if you want a signed version. But um, it's really just, you know, everybody seems to relate to it because we all are told, you know, you're going to get married. You're going to have, you know, the house, the white picket fence, the, the two dogs, the kid, you know, the kids, the dog. You're going to go to college. You're going to, you know, work a nine to five job. And God forbid you step out of those, you know, those expectations, you're looked down upon. And so a lot of us live our lives for other people, you know, to make our family happy or to impress them. And then you, so many times we hear, I call it the, I should have, would have, could have syndrome, which is, you know, you hear people say, I should have left that relationship sooner. I wasn't happy, or I shouldn't have been in that job, but, you know, and now I'm 65 years old and I'm starting all over. And so that's a lot of like my book is like all these different things that have taken me paths that I, you know, I, I wanted to detour, but I had to stay on track because I knew that was what was expected of me. That happens a lot to a lot of people too. 
for sure. A lot of people, a lot of people. I mean, I, I travel and I do seminars all over and I do seminars about embracing your sexuality and being who you want to be and living your life for you. And, and then my second book is going to be all about things I've seen uh, being in the lifestyle as a uh, single couple running a swingers club and all that kind of stuff. So, Hey, if you're listening, if you're watching, uh, this is Coraline Jewel, CoralineJewel.com. My name is Joey B. We're over at This Degree. It's a podcast. Uh, I own Blind Knowledge. Check out BlindKnowledge.com. Enough about me, more about Coraline. Coraline, such a beautiful name. Is there a story behind that? There, there, a little bit of a story. I mean, what I never realized until recently, actually, is that my name has the word oral in it. Did you know that? Think about Ooh, that. Why did not notice that? C O R A L Y N. Lynn, I guess. So that goes along very I well with the porn industry. It was just a combination of like my dancer name and and you know someone said, well, you can't you can't be in the industry as 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 your my dancer name was Nikki Jewel, and that's too that's Nikki is too common. How many porn star Nikki's do we know? And so you know my uh, my webcam I, I was Lady Paradise. And then my website was Paradise Panties for You. This was like back in the day. And then, you know, then I went to, you know, people would say, well, what's your real name? And I'm like, Nikki. And then they were like, okay, Nikki, what? And I'm like, Nikki Jewel. And so, I mean, shit just comes out of my house. I'm like, oh, I don't know. So, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, though. That's very, that's very unique. I viewed some of your videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, y'all, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't saw it, if you've never heard of Coraline Jewel, you have now, I definitely recommend checking out <laughs> some of these videos. If you are above the age of just 18, I think it's 18. I think it's 18. And I have a, I have content on my website and I have a, my website, we just rebranded everything. So my website's got my podcast, my blogs, my coaching information my lifestyle jewelry my books my merchandise and my content and i think that's all and i also have an etsy store and the etsy the etsy store i i I actually run my own etsy store so i'm i upload there more my website i have to give it to my guy and he has to do it so if he's listening he's slow he's very slow so um if i Pick I mean, it up, dude. Pick I, it up. I do. I handle all the content on my website and the blogs on my website, but I think he does my store through a different platform. So I haven't learned that yet. So Etsy has all my stuff, and it's called uh, Jules Custom Gems or Jules Lifestyle Custom Gems, I think. Which one you haven't decided? No, it's on, yet? It's on there. <laughs> I, I just changed it because it was Jules Lifestyle Gems. And then um, mm. because I'm now also doing like positive energy jewelry and not only swinger jewelry, I changed it to Jules Custom cool. Gems, I think. <laughs> I think. I yeah. dig it. I dig it. As, as an entrepreneur, isn't branding just a bitch? Yes, and Sometimes it's just, it's tough, Well, that's man. what I'm going, it's I just tough. was telling you, that's what I'm going through. So anybody who's listening, you, know, you go to my website, it says Hanky Panky Podcast. Okay. That will soon be changing to High Profile Life Podcast. So, um, yes, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> all right cool lifestyle coach tell me about that tell us all about that so those sessions are for either singles men men or women or couples who are either intrigued about the lifestyle of the swinging community um want to know more are involved in having issues or are concerns um or are involved and want to make sure that they don't make the mistakes that i made so um i offer one-on-one coaching i i do offer in person but mostly because of the pandemic it's just been zoom just like you know back like just like this and um i do an evaluation first with them uh to see yeah so if it's a couple and they're having issues i'll do them together first then i'll do him alone her alone and then back together to reevaluate and see if we fix any issues so 
Ooh, ooh, I might have to talk to you about that after the show. That's that's very interesting. Yes, I do that, and then I also do. I travel to I travel um to different like adult industry shows, and I do seminars all about um the lifestyle and embracing your sexuality and stuff like that. Oh. Oh wow! Oh, wow! So you do? Do you uh, like public speak to a lot of people, or is this more? Oh, oh yeah. Really? So, th- so those okay. are actual. Yeah. So those are seminars. They're open to the public. Anybody that attends the events, uh, they get a schedule of. You know, it's a big. It's a big um, expo. It's like the Exotica Expos I do them at. So I'll be in Miami actually, um, July. I think it's July sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth, or something like that, or fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'll be doing and that. Also, my tour schedule is on my website, so. That's from sort of the Miami, and then I actually will put up the times that I am speaking. Please do, please do. I'm about to drive to Miami. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the Hanky Panky Podcast with the new name, very popular podcast. It's a good podcast. We're going to be doing a lot. Of, we're changing it actually. So, um, right, right, right now right. it's very much um, interview based. I interview anybody in the adult industry, anybody in the swinger lifestyle community. I interview therapists who specialize in kink, BDSM, erotic writers. So anything adult oriented, um, you know, we talk about how they got involved and stuff, but I'm switching it up a little bit. So here we go. Live interaction. Coraline, what would you say is the most important thing for beginners in the lifestyle, you know, to know, uh, most important thing. Number one is that if you is communication, so communication is key. So if you are going into the lifestyle to try to save your marriage, it's just, it's not going to work. Absolutely not going to work. So, you know, you have to go in either, even as a single or as a couple, the communication, you have to have your boundaries, your rules set and rules change. Okay. So you may go into a situation and say, I'm totally fine with this. And then when you're in the situation, you realize I'm not fine with it. You have every right to stop and say, you know what? I've changed my mind and then leave the situation, discuss with your partner. So communicate. That's the key. Ellie, me, one more question, or maybe some more after this one. Any advice for people who are interested in trying the lifestyle but are scared of the stigmatism and everything around it? What do you think, Corlin? Okay, so um, first of all, like when you, the, you know, when you go online and you join like swinger websites, okay, to meet people or find about about events in your area. Um, if you go to my website, there's free, there's links to different swinger sites, and the, you get a free trial for thirty days on all of them because different sites are better in different areas of the country, depending on where you are. And you don't have to show your face. Okay. So if they require images, same with, you know, my, my swinger website, you don't have to show your face or anything. But the one thing that I always try to explain to people, um, and the easiest way to say this is when someone comes to my event and they go, Oh my God. And they like run away. And I go, where, where, where are you going? And they go, that's my neighbor or that's my mom. Cause I've had this happen. I look at them and I say, well, why don't you go say hi? Cause your neighbor and your mom are here for the exact same reason as you are. So isn't it better to just like, like, just let it like, let, let be you. That's kind of what I talk about. You know, I'm an adult performer and I hid that from my family. And if you can't be you and, and, you know, and know that you're still a good person just because you want to dabble in the lifestyle or work as an, in the adult industry, um, and you can't accept that for you, then how are you going to get anybody else around you to accept it? So as far as I'm concerned, if you go into the lifestyle and you run into somebody or somebody finds out and they give you shit about it, well, it's not their life. And it's not their problem and you're not hurting anybody. And that's, we've got to get more people to um, embrace their sexuality. It's I could sure. I mean, I'm sure it's tough for people to bring up. I know from my own uh, background, some women that I date, you know, maybe I don't bring it up. Maybe I do. It's, I can, I can totally see that perspective. 
But you bring it out of them, right? You bring yeah, it out I, of them. I really, I do. You know, and also I say to people, because I coach people coming into the adult industry as well. And I say, you know, if you think for a second, because I did, that you can be on the internet, even webcamming, and that nobody's going to find out, they'll find out. One way or another, your brother, your uncle, your aunt, your mom, your sister, somebody's going to see it. And they're going to come to you and say, I, I think you're a porn star. I just saw it. Or I think you're, I thought, I think I saw you on webcam. And you go, and? And what? And what? You know? And? and? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that you, you, you wear, you wear with a badge mm -hmm. of honor. So you're saying that everybody should. I, yeah. I, and I think, you know, I think that um, if you're not hurting anybody, okay, physically or doing anything illegal, then it's your life and you can pretend that you know you're you're very you know boring and you you want you have no fun and you have no fetishes and you have no fantasies and you have no kinks but in my opinion i think every single person in this world religious or not you still have your fetishes your fantasies and your kinks you just don't want to talk about them or you're not allowed to talk about them interesting so you think people you uh, they stuff it down you know they don't really get in tune with who they mm -hmm. are absolutely i mean most of the time when i when i if i do a webcam show or if somebody calls to speak with me from dr susie it's waiting till the wife goes to sleep you know because they don't want to tell their wife and i'm like why don't we go get your wife why don't we bring your wife in here and why don't we have fun and role play it out together you know or whatever it is you know mm. yeah that could Instead save a marriage of hiding it yeah so that's my advice and that goes back to the communication. Interesting stuff. I am learning a lot. <laughs> wow. Uh, I should have taken notes. I usually have a notepad here. Coraline Jewel, CoralineJewel.com. What's up, Twitter? What's up, YouTube? What's up, everybody? BlindKnowledge.com. Like I said before, I got this collar shirt on. I took the hat off because it is hot in here, and I'm hoping she takes my shirt off for me, but I hope so. You're going to be over in Miami. Where else are you, where else are you at? You ever go to Vegas? Uh, yes, I was just in Vegas two weeks ago filming in Vegas. Um, I'm going to be in Miami in what month are we in? So July, Miami. Um, October. At end of October is New Jersey. That's the biggest um, Exotica Expo, and that's actually my birthday. And that's in uh, yeah Edmonton, New Jersey. And then um, after that is Washington D.C. It's Chantilly, Virginia is actually where it is. But that's for the uh, uh, December, like second through the fourth or something like that. Yeah, I travel all over the place. That's very cool. That's very cool. Is it because this lifestyle really gives you that freedom to do so? Well, um, it's that, that's where I do. I go to the, where the seminars are. Um, and then there's, you know, um, I've been asked to speak on some panels now uh, for the CBD industry. And uh, so their expos to talk about, you know, the possible benefits that CBD lubricant, um, the sexual benefits that it can have. And so now I'll be trying to fit that in my schedule 2023. I wish I came up with that idea. I think that's genius. Ellie May, we got another question. Coraline, I noticed that you have your own sleeve for male toys. And I want to say, I completely admire you for that. There are women out there who aren't so comfortable even looking at their personal areas. Interesting. Is there any advice you can give them to possibly help them become comfortable getting more intimate with themselves, Coraline? So, I mean, that's a fair question. If you kind of let's look at it this way, everybody hates to hear their own voice, right? Like I hear my own voice and I'm like, I hate my own voice. Okay. Or, um, and we're always, we're always most critical of ourselves. So if you're out and about and you have a tiny little zit here that nobody can see, you're aware of it the entire time. And you know, that's just how we are. Um, and so the same goes with like personal body parts, you know, some people just, you know, they don't like their breasts or they just don't like how they look. I mean, even like when I did that, uh, 
the, when, when I actually had to get like scanned and pictured for the um, flashlight um, and then it arrived in the mail. Well, I'll tell you what I did not notice, but I was like, ew, I don't like myself. Like, you know, that's just how you are, you know? So, um, but you have to, it's, it just goes with everything in life. You know, we are who we are. We're all unique. We're all different. And, you know, just, you know, like you and love you and show your confidence because I think uh, confidence uh, means everything, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah it really does. It really, it really does. does. You, you can be the most beautiful woman or the most, you know, good looking man. And if you're arrogant, cocky, and you have no personality or whatever, yeah, three seconds and I've had an FEO, you know, uh, you I'm yeah, you need to be confident in who you are, but not, but you know, but still be you. It can't be, yeah. it can't be easy to do that every day. I, I know that there are some days that I wake up and I feel like I'm friggin' awesome. I got this, this yeah. life thing, this relationship's great. This blind knowledge is great. You know, everything's great. And then there's days where I'm like, ah, I suck. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you know, all and of I us. and I end up carrying that like a big, you know, just a big weight all day. Well, you know what I just recently got into, and don't call me crazy because I'm not like I can't this I can't claim knowledge about so much yet. Um, is when I started getting into this karma jewelry. Okay, I started looking at like you know negative energy around you and burning sage and stuff like that, and so I've been studying about it and the different meanings of like the different like when I do my jewelry, like the different crystals and the different um, gemstones and what they mean. And um, you know, my mom has been really not feeling good, and so I made her like a piece of jewelry with health and prosperity. So you know, um, but what I was saying was that um, you know I wake up too with those days where I'm like I can't I I, I mean my, my PR guy goes you know, like I just go I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I'm physically and mentally drained and I'm being pulled in so many directions, but, um, but I know that there's the light at the end of the tunnel and I know I'm getting there. So, you know, you just have to be positive. And, um, we all have those days when, when have somebody around you to be able to lift you up when you have those days, that's for sure. So. That's, you know, I appreciate that. I'm sure others do too. Um, Coral and I always do interviews where I, I try to ask questions that, are curious not just for me but i think that maybe hopefully will connect but i i always try to ask questions that like come from, i don't want to sound selfish or an a-hole but i i think of questions that really i'm interested in um i think that's the best way to go so you do your podcast and this is a total 180 so we'll just go into podcasting but you know when you do your podcast and you have guests on do you do you find that some of them are harder to work with or do you find your own flow and they got to keep up with you like what's your approach you know there? so honestly i've only i've only had one interview like one interview very early on when i started doing my podcast that you know when it ended i just looked at my producer and he looked at me and we just went what the hell was that like it just it, it just it was it was just like you know i was so excited about this interview and i was so excited about this person and and i was so prepared because this person you know from what i understood had so many had so many different uh, variations of positions of jobs and careers in the industry okay journalist photographer fluffer actor before you know and i was like oh my god i can't wait to like dig and learn and every question i asked was like uh i said you know if you could go back and do it all over again like which one would you what was your favorite and the and then no the answer was like so what do you think about biden versus trump and i'm like where the hell did we get into politics like that you know and and so my inner so that was the only one that i just couldn't jive with um my my in my podcast my current podcast 
I believe, and I truly believe this, every single person in this world has a story. A lot of people say my life's boring. Or I, don't have a, I don't have a story. I don't have anything to share. I don't have anything interesting about me. And I call bullshit on that. That's not true. Um, everybody has a story. And if you listen to their story, you can learn something from them. So that's what I do for my guests. I want to know, how did you get in the industry? What did you want to be when you were growing? You know, what did you want to be when you said, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, how do your, do your parents know? Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with your job? You know, I mean, I've had some of my guests were, um, one of them is, a, she's a, she's one year away from being a, a physician's assistant. And she is like known as the, the like the gangbang queen of like the industry, you know? And yeah, she says uh, she is not going to stop until she makes the word slut um, a positive word. Like she's, you know, so a word like a, yeah. So, um, you know, and then there's another uh, one who was um, six years as a uh, medic in the uh, Navy. So like uh, it just you just learn. You learn a lot. So all different people, all different places. I like what you said there about making that word slut, you know, a positive what word. She said it. Oh, she said it. I'm trying to remember. She said, um, I'm not stopping until the word slut is a um, um, God, what did she say? The term of endearment or something like that, she had said. Or empowerment. That's what she said. When the word slut is a word of empowerment, I'll go to be, I'll, I'll, I'll then go on to continue my physician's assistant. I was like, wow. I love her. That's the, that's a shout out to Miss Ray Ray. That's a shout out to her. She's amazing. Yo, shout out to Miss Ray Ray. What made you get started in the adult industry? Um, So... It goes back to uh, 2008 when the housing market was crashing. And I actually, I was living in Sweden. I was married to my husband and we moved back to California and I was running a fitness company for children. So I, I started my own mobile fitness company and I was traveling from preschools and um, I still have that business. I just don't do that as much, but I was traveling to preschools and I was teaching kids about the importance of health and fitness. And um, when the housing market hit, uh, my daycares, they're all home daycares. They were all closing because the parents were losing their jobs. So parents Parents were pulling their kids out of daycare and daycares were closing and they definitely couldn't afford to have the extracurricular activity, which was me. So my husband came to me and he said, you know, we, you got to do something. And he said, women sell their underwear online. And I was like, no, they don't. And then I was like, and what the hell are you even looking at that? And then when he left to work the next day, I looked online and sure enough, they did. And so I built a website and went down to Ross and bought panties and took pictures and put them up on Craigslist at the time. Said, buy my sweet, juice, wet, 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 my sweet, juicy, wet panties. Husband came home, showed him. He said he was just joking. And I said, but I made $400 today. And that's where it all began. I always say, you can, I always say, if you have, you know, blame my husband for the, <laughs> blame, blame my ex-husband for the reason that I'm in the adult industry. <laughs> but that's some real cash for just some some cotton and an ad on Craigslist. That's yeah. that's that's amazing. Uh, you know, that's amazing. But you see, the thing is, you know, then um, risky though too. <laughs> oh yeah, risky. I know. But people are people are weird out there. Oh, you, know? yeah. you never oh, know. Yeah. But yeah. So but now now there's like it's like there's websites everywhere. There's you know Panty Deal and War and Fantasy. Oh, I have to return a message from somebody on War and Fantasy. But. <laughs> taking my notes but um but um you know girls now are selling their underwear for five dollars and then shipping is five dollars so i don't know what they're doing girls i wish you guys would stop that shit so wow yeah wow interesting minor minor 45 dollars <laughs> get yours <laughs> corlandjewel.com they're not on the site <laughs> They're not on the site, but yeah, you can contact her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Is that the spot? I don't know. Everything's I, I, there. I've never bought those before. No? I, I have no Again, idea. Again, no. it's like it's like a fetish. You know, no, not my, 
It's not your fetish. Not my thing. Yeah. Not my thing. Everybody's got their <clears throat> fetish. You know, um, when I when I when I went to get my, get my uh, certification in sexology, I did it because I wanted to understand the underlining of these fetishes. Why does somebody have a foot fetish? Where does that come from? Um, was it a childhood thing? Um, you know, all these different um kinks that are out there, um, except for the ones of like like having sex with dead people. I mean, I'm just not okay with that one. Ooh, that's uh there's gotta be a line drawn somewhere. But having sex you know? with a mannequin, like a like a rubber doll, totally. I get that because the bitch can't talk back to you. Like you <laughs> see? That's that's a good point. A good I've point. seen some of those. I've seen some of those rubber dolls yeah, too. It looks it like they're getting real. really lifelike. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. They came to me. They were, they talked about, about about making one of me to sell, but um, making one of you to sell. Uh huh. But like very it would be weird, but it's yeah. cool at the same time. Yeah. Like I would go. I would go to L.A. and they would you know digitally whatever you call it uh, scan my body and then yeah yeah, yeah. they make they make the doll. So people think they're having sex with Corlin. And they so even you can choose like your what? nipple colors, you can choose your labia colors, everything. Oh wow. I can have I can get a doll with blue labias. If you Is want that to. Yep. Yep. So you can do like you could create your own doll, like your own eye, whatever eyes you want, nose. Um, or you can get a porn star or somebody else. Yeah. Wow, I'm I'm like I'm I'm taken back because I've seen these things online, right? And and all the power if to whoever they help and and make happy and 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 discover whatever they gotta do, you know, not my thing. But I've seen them online. They look really cool, and I'm just like I'm flabbergasted because it, they look so real. They look so real. So like, real. You should see them in person. Like the company, like there's a the company. It's only dolls is what they're called. Um, but they, end Do up, they feel real. Yes. And, and like, uh, Oh gosh. Like, uh, uh, okay. How do I say it nicely? <laughs> oh, let's just say that one of my friends at the show wanted to see what they felt like on the inside. So he could see if it felt real. And he was like, Corlin, it feels real. Come it's over important. here and do it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to do it. Just think you were telling me that it feels real. So, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting, though. It's an important question, I would think, for a connoisseur of that nature. Question from Ellie Me. What's up, Ellie Me? If someone wanted to enter the adult entertainment industry, how would they do it? What would be the best way to do it? And also, words of warning or wisdom to people wanting to get into the industry. Okay, so that is a very, very more uh, like. Uh intricate uh discussion so i do offer coaching on that i do like a consultation if somebody wants to contact me because the industry has changed so much it's not very much anymore like you have to get an agent okay uh are there agents yes and then it also depends if you're a male or a female uh getting into the industry and then you can also there's porn stars that actually film for the companies. And then there's a content creator, which is somebody that maybe just creates content for their OnlyFans page or their loyal fans page, um, or maybe puts up a Pornhub page. But you've got to learn all the legalities, the paperwork, the 2257 compliant forms. And then when you get offered a job to shoot with somebody, you've got to know, are they legit? Check their references, run their phone numbers, background checks. And so there's so much that goes into this. And um I actually just recently started a networking group. It's photographers and models in a private group so that if someone has a job to post and someone wants, is interested in that job, we can already clear them as both legit people because uh, there's some sites out there where you just have scammers like crazy. So be careful. Call, contact me if somebody wants to be involved first and I will guide you through. Ellie me, she, she's <laughs> going to guide you through. <laughs> 
Um, there's a lot of people that need guidance for that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I, I had that thing. I I I had I didn't have it in the beginning going into the adult industry, and then come to find out. One of my friends said, why don't you just ask so-and-so? And I said, why would I ask so-and-so? And she says, because she's a porn star. And I didn't even know. So one of our like really good friends was a very well-known porn star. And I didn't know. And she was the one that kind of guided me like, no, you're doing this. You're doing, you're with the wrong person and you need to go this direction and stuff like that. So very, very cool. Very cool. So you're making positive light out there. It's such a taboo industry for some folks, depending on where they're from. No, I think it shouldn't be because what we're doing and we're actually I actually think we're going backwards now with the social media and everything. I mean, porn stars uh, pages are being shadow banned. So on Twitter, even if I say like at and I know who I'm tagging it, I won't find them. I just have to know that that's them. OK, it won't show them up at all. But they're there. Um, their profiles. I mean, when I do the red carpet interviews for the award shows and when I interview um, the performers as they come through, I say, you know, how can my your fans find you? What's your Instagram? And they go, well, my Instagram for the 10th one now, because they keep getting taken down, even though they're not posting nudity. You know, they're just, they're really coming at you. Um, my pod or my, um, my event that I just had was, it was called Sip and Shoot, a networking event for photographers and models. Okay. And they came to me and said, that's been removed from your page because guns are not guns. Referring to guns thing is not appropriate. And I was like, okay, tell your bots to go get a fucking education. Excuse my language. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, fuck it. because shoots, it shoots, you know? And so that's the whole thing. And so now I think that, you know, they took a, they're, they're, they're they're making sex like it's bad and masturbation is bad and porn is bad and so now what's going to happen people are going to go back to walking the streets you're never going to stop people from having sex you know um and you're never going to stop people from watching sex and watching porn you're just not so why not make it legal embrace it and it's it's healthy for you and it's good for you so yeah, no, I think that's what that, that's one of the biggest things that really, really actually like irks me. And I'm a member of XBiz, which is a big um, networking site for the adult industry. But it's people forget that there's, you know, the people that run these porn websites and the technology behind that and who sells the adult websites and the branding and the marketing and the banners and the, ba the banners and the designs. And, you know, there's so many different people that work in behind the scenes of the adult industry, the editors and. And that's 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 their income. And yet that's their life. And yet they can't like some of the writers, like erotic writers, they're like, Oh, I can't tell my family that I'm an erotic writer. Why not? You've published nine books. Why not? So you write you write stories about, you know, the sex. It's tricky. It's gotta be tricky. Yeah. It's gotta be tricky. I know. I, I can only imagine. I hope it gets better, but I don't think it ever will, to be honest with you. And as and as as um much of an impact as religion plays still. You know, um, the way people are brought up, they're brought up, you know, you're, you're, you're brought up to believe what, you know, if your parents tell you that, you know, you need to be monogamous and swinging is bad and being with more than one person is bad or sex before marriage is bad, then that's what you're going to believe unless you step outside to experiment on your own. And uh, Corlin, one more. At the moment, how do you tell your partner that you want to join the industry or you think they would do well in the industry? How do you tell them? Okay, so if you are, so that's it. So I'm gonna break that up into two segments. If 
for me, because I'm already out there and in the industry, if I go on a date with somebody and they don't know who I am, my date pretty much starts with, I'm Coral and Joel. I'm an adult performer. I have a degree in theatrical production. I was an Olympic figure skater for South Africa. I speak Swedish. I have two kids. Um, and you know, and then I own a swingers club. And if any of that bothers you, because I still webcam and I still masturbate and I still have sex, then by all means, I'll buy my own drink. So that's easier for me now. I used to not tell people and then it was just a nightmare. So with your partner, if you want to get into it or you guys want to or you think that you guys would do well in it together, um, it's communication. You just have to tell them, but you also have to take into consideration. Um, I get this a lot. Don't turn to porn because you think it's quick money or easy money. I get people that write me all the time, Corlin, I'm in big, I'm in big trouble. I need money and I need money now. And, and I need to get into porn. And it's not like that. You know, you, you have to build your brand and a lot of the companies have shut down because of content creators and stuff. So think about your financial situation, the career that you're in now, and sadly, is that career going to accept you if they ever turn on the internet and see you in a porn on Pornhub? So again, it's that kind of stuff you really want to just have a con like a consultation with me. It's really important. Pornhub, uh, X videos, uh, all those websites—they uh, haven't been around forever. You know, it, we've gone from like Playboy to Pornhub, basically. How do you think that's changed the industry? A lot, a lot. I think, um, I think the internet has changed it a lot. You know, um, DVDs are almost non-existent anymore. Nobody buys DVDs, right? Um, and the problem with uh, the production companies is that when they make content and then they put it up on their website for memberships, you know, basis, uh, there's, you know, people that are stealing it and then they're putting it up on Pornhub and putting it out there for free. And so it's a constant battle with fighting the DMCA complaints to get your free content that was stolen, taken down. Um, you know, some of the performers, we just look at it as uh, that's free marketing, you know, I'm like, go ahead, steal it, piece of shit, you know, and it's free marketing. But when they steal stuff from like our OnlyFans pages, cause they can, they even access that, you know, or, um, I once webcammed with a boyfriend. We just webcammed. And one of my fans wrote me and said, oh my gosh, that was such a hot, I love the video of you webcamming with your boyfriend. And I was like, where did you see that? And somebody had actually videoed us and posted it everywhere. And I had to spend probably three days doing a DMCA complaint to get it down because it was my boyfriend. So it's, yeah, it's changed a lot. And now uh, the merchant account processors, I don't know if anybody's heard about that, where Pornhub currently is not accepting Visa or MasterCard. Okay, so so now, those, so those of us that had content on their website for sale, we can't sell it. So it's either just sits there, or I took it down. I took all my I took all my like porn content off of my page down. I just have like content that says go to my website. I don't know. I don't even know how they're monetizing like the the clicks. You know, like uh, if you if your video is free and you get a certain amount of clicks, I don't know how many it is, like ten thousand or something. You make like ten cents or something. I don't know. It's pathetic. Um, but they they're not allowed to monetize, and it has been like that for over a year and a half now. So all my stuff, my porn page is up. It's up there, but. Just tail, just just teasers, no content, no. So all that stuff up there is just for kicks. Yeah, well, basically. it's either yeah, it's either a studio that has their Pornhub page, and then they've got different performers, or a lot of people will use their Pornhub page to get people to come over to their OnlyFans or their loyal fans or their website, like me. So I'll put I'll put little trailers up there, and I'll say to see the full video, go to CoralandJewel.com. But I used to have my stuff for sale up there, um, but I, I had to pull it. Yeah, it's 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 a trip. This this interview is a trip, Coraline. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. We're, I hope we're learning a lot. You know, you have this book. What's the name of the book? How how did it become a number one international hit? Um, my publisher 
is very, very good. And she knew when to release and how to release and what to do on my release. And um, she actually, uh, throughout that day, because um, you you have to, you have to, um, you become, from what I understand, it has to be a certain amount of books downloaded or um, in a certain day or whatever. And so literally she was like, I was just on pins and needles around the house and I'm like, where am I? And she goes, you're fine. And I go, but, but is it, is it a bestseller? Is it an international bestseller? And then it was like 1130. She knocked on my front door and said that I got it in uh, United Kingdom, United States, Canada, and Japan. Wow. Wow. So what's the name of it? So this, uh, where is it? When the ice melts. The story of Coral and Jewel. Very cool. That's that one. Very cool. And it's, like I said, it's Audible, Kindle, Kindle uh, Amazon, or my website, um, and Barnes and Noble and everywhere. And then um, the second book is almost done, but I was gonna call. Well, I can't tell. You, I, I was gonna do something with Hanky Panky because it's really about like how did my swingers club Hanky Panky come about, you know? But um, I might be. Can we know? That. Can Can well, we talk about that? Or oh yeah, we can. Of course, yeah. But I'm um, now now that I'm getting rid of the Hanky Panky name. I don't want. I don't know if I want to have it on the book. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. What's the name of the new podcast for everybody? The new podcast is High Profile Dot Life. High Profile Dot Life. Yes. Yeah, so high. Profile. Still, still with that swinging hanky panky attitude. <laughs> uh, new name, new branding. That's cool. And what's something we haven't touched on? I, I, I don't know. What my... else is there to? Call? What you think? Yeah, tell us. Let's see. I've got my documentary is coming out on my first book. So. By by October, by the New Jersey Exotica show, I hope to have my documentary done. We are editing now, and I hope to have my second book out and hopefully another international bestseller. And the lifestyle coaching, the therapy, the webcam shows, the custom videos, the porn, the jewelry, um, the CBD lube. Um, CBD lube. I love yeah. that hashtag CBD lube. I've never heard of it. I I... Might be buying some. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you some. I'll bring you some to Miami. Please do bring it down to Miami. It's a trip. Coraline, <laughs> Coraline, Coraline is oral in there. Coralinejewel.com. <laughs> uh, we are hanging. I got a few more questions. If you got some time, of course. You got some time I, for us. I do, and Ellie cool. has another one too. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Ellie's got one. We're gonna get to it in just a sec. Uh, we are hanging out. We're talking about. All things Coraline. We're talking about the adult industry. We're talking about jewelry. We're talking about books. We're talking about all kinds of things. And here's a question from Ellie Me. How do you ensure a safe environment when you're doing an event? So um, good question. it's a very good question. And um, I always tell people that every single club has their own set of rules. And even if you're involved in the lifestyle for 20 years and you've never been to this location, always say, can I please see a copy of your rules and how do you guys ensure safety? So um, safety STD wise, I always provide sh uh, clean sheets, towels, lube, um, lubricant, condoms, and I have staff that goes in and out of the playrooms and takes, you know, cleans them frequently. So that's for that. And then encouraging, as you know, condom use. We have a no lock door policy. So if the door is closed, that means that somebody's in the playroom and they do not want to be watched or disturbed. If the door is open, that means that they want to be watched. That is not an invitation to get on the bed. Okay. Um, and we don't, we have a no lock door policy. So my staff has the right to knock twist to make sure that the door is not locked and then if they need to go in they'll go in and that's for emergencies and then i have a security team 
um, that, you know, walks around and makes sure everything's good. Everybody has to be a member of my club to uh, to attend an event. They have to have a profile on my website, a pre-approved profile. If they do not complete it, such as their age or they, do, you know, their phone number doesn't run. So if you guys try to apply for my website and you haven't been approved, that's because I've done a background check on you. Okay. So um, everybody. And then if you're new to my club and just your first time, my door staff comes and gets me and uh, we go down uh, we, I go over the rules with you guys and, you know, so that everybody's on the same page. So that's how we do it. Plus I'm just feisty. I'm five feet of like firecracker. So five feet of firecracker. We'd never know it. It looks like I'm four feet of firecracker. Uh, yikes. I need to, I need to become taller, I guess, but that's okay. I say this happens every time I'm always like here and everyone's here and that's fine. Cause it's, I, it's the last thing I want to do is be on and talk about myself. So, um, do you have, is there a team with you besides just like the security and the staff? Like, do you have like other women maybe, or other gentlemen maybe that are part of like your umbrella? Uh, no, um, for my, for my swingers community. No, I know that there are a lot of clubs that, you know, you'll go to and those are actually hired like escorts to be there. Like, um, because I see the ads on uh on the adult sites like you know sexy jobs and stuff looking for girls to be at a swingers party and stuff like that uh no uh, everybody that's at my events are my guests um and then i've got my staff most of my staff has been with me uh for a long time um we were just talking about that the other day my door guy's been with me since 2014 I recently had, you know, like he was a parking attendant slash bartender. He just left. He did 10 years with me. So, yeah, my team's pretty good. And we kind of, you know, we have it organized. We just trained some new people last weekend because we were in Los Angeles. So a new venue. Allmylinks.com slash sweet blue cj that's that's really the spot to see Coraline if you if you want to see that side. Um, but definitely coralinejewel.com. Ellie me, what's up? Someone feel like there's a stigma to wanting to watch, especially if their partner is with someone else. Interesting. I've heard of that. Is there anything you can say to ease their sense of shame? When people think of swinging, like, okay. So when people think of like the swingers community, most people the, in their mind, society has made us think that it's you, you and your boyfriend or you and your husband show up at a party and somebody rings the bell at 11 o'clock and says, all right, penis is out, vagina is open and let's go, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a free for all orgy. And that's not what it is, because there is, like you're saying, there are um, men that just want to watch their wife be with another man and they don't even want to be with another woman. Maybe they just want to watch. That's like, a, you know, a taught wifing. Or maybe it's a couple that just wants to come and watch. They're just voyeurs. They just want to watch. Nobody touches them. And then they go home and they go, now, nah, honey, let's try that. Or they're exhibitionists. They just want to be watched. Or you're looking for a unicorn for that, you know, illicit unicorn for that threesome. So there's so many different variations and avenues um, of the lifestyle. And a lot of people don't know yet what they may like or not like, you know, I always say when fantasy meets reality, sometimes it's not what you expected it to be. Like when a guy has a threesome and he has two girls, he goes, crap, I had to please two people at the same time. Like that, that didn't like that. You know, so, so that like helps with the question is that saying you have to talk with your partner and, you know, did you like it? Cause sometimes like even, even like me in the lifestyle, I still get jealous. If I have a boyfriend, I still get jealous, you know, because um my husband was cheating on me with, a woman in the lifestyle, even though we were having sex with them, he was cheating emotionally. And the emotions is the hardest part. You know, you, you look at your partner and you see the way he looks at someone else. Or, you know, I said, I used to say the googly eyes, you know, and I was like, like, is there, is there more to it? Or is it just sex? And he was like, you're crazy. But I wasn't crazy. I found out, you know, and that still today is something that I can see couples in my events, like walk in and I can say to my door guy, that's not going to work. 
you know, I can tell right away. So you, yeah. So you must pick and choose. I mean, you, you, there's, there has to be limits. There has, it's your, it's your show. It's, it's you know, exactly. Right? That's why it goes back to the jewelry. You know, I say I make these unity bracelets. So you wear those bracelets to every single event. And at any given point that your husband comes to you or you go to your husband or partner and you say, honey, I'm not comfortable. There's no discussing the drama there. It's, we apologize. We've had a change of heart. Thank you so much for your time to whoever you're with. And you leave and you talk about it. And that's supposed to remind you that you guys came into this for experience together. Communication. Communication, emotion. Um, I can only imagine. So if, if, if it starts, like you said, it starts up here, right? The thoughts, the thoughts start this whole process of where it, it, things could go sour in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I call it, yeah, I say it's a slip. You know, the, the best way to, the best analogy is it's a slippery slope or you can ignite the fire if you do it right. But if you don't play with fire right, you're going to get burned, you know, and that's mm. the best way to kind of, you know, analyze it is that, um, you know, there are certain things in the lifestyle that people do that I don't condemn, you know, and that's, again, everybody can be their own. But for one, I don't condemn uh, hall passes, letting my, you know, my boyfriend or my husband fly off on a vacation or, you know, fly, go, go off with some other woman and like go on a vacation with her or, you know, go on a business trip because that's where the emotions can develop. That's what I think. And that's happened to me three times now. So, um, yeah. So I think that, um, you know, you came into this together as a couple together to experience together. So how can you experience it if they're off, you know, with somebody else and another behind closed doors, you don't know what kind of verbal conversation conversation is happening. Not the sex, the verbal, the emotions. Do you find that people are, uh, I don't know how I phrase this. Do you find that, uh, people are very open when they speak with you on a coaching session? Like, do, do you get them to just I, say everything? Yeah, I, yeah. it takes time. It takes time for people to trust that, you know, it takes, that, that, that's normal. You know, um, the, the best way for me to get somebody to open up with me is I'm open with them. Okay. And, and so when, you know, I can say, you know, anything. And that, I think that helps because, um, I am an open book. I don't hide anything. I mean, my mom, she listens to my podcast. I'll tell her, you know, she'll go, I don't, I didn't like that one. That was about anal. And I said, Oh yeah, you shouldn't have listened to that one. Mom. Sorry. You know, but, um, you know, it's just, um, people, yeah, people do open up to me because I think that, um, I don't judge. I mean, that's why, you know, I, I'm, I, Dr. Susan says I'm one of her best therapists, you know, like one of her best uh, chat agents, because, um, I don't judge him. I really don't. I'm more intrigued to learn. That's cool. And I think people need that. I I would not be able to, I wouldn't be able to operate correctly if it was all judgment. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to say that somebody calls uh, to do some kind of role play scenario and I'm, I cringe. I go, Ooh, you know, uh, uh. but what I do is I, we, we, we go through it again and we analyze it. What is your reasoning to want to do it like this? And, 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 and would you, have you ever thought about putting a twist on it like this and so on, you know? So. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it's it's got to be different different strokes for different folks, I believe, is how they say it. Ellie, what's up? Thanks again. What is your favorite part of the lifestyle, and what is your favorite part of the adult industry, if they're different? So this is an interesting one, because I used to really, really say, like, the lifestyle is like a sense of community, okay? Um, my favorite part, you know, is going, going to events. Uh, the freedom that you can wear what you want, say what you want. Nobody says you look a slut. Nobody says your tits are hanging out of your shirt, anything like that. Because you're just, you know, the, the, the themes, like schoolgirl night or, you know, lady in red or whatever it is. So uh, the vacations, the cruises, and just that sense of community and, you know, no, um, 
I call it no holds bar. Like when you say something, you don't have to like walk on eggshells. Okay. However, I've also noticed that the lifestyle and people in the lifestyle can be very um, lack of morals or, as you know, for better judgment, I guess you could say backstabbing, you know, turn their back on you, you know, and I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it with couples to their husbands and wives. I've seen it with clubs to other clubs. I've seen it with friends trying to use someone to get into the lifestyle and then turn around and run their own club or whatever it may be. So I've seen a lot of that Um, in the adult industry. I personally haven't experienced that. Um, but I do know adult performers that have. The adult industry to me is more of a sense of community. I really feel like from my experience, we actually have each other's backs. So, um, you know, the, the the thing about checking to see if uh, if you're going to get into the adult industry and then is this shoot, is this person who's contacting me legit? Are they really a director? Are they really filming? Um, I have a group of porn stars. And so we text each other. Have you, have you heard from this person where, you know, did you guys work with him? Um, did, can anybody else run this phone number and tell me what you find stuff like that. And then I feel like, you know, with all this stuff that's been going on with the shadow banning and the porn industry really being, you know, shoved down, uh, we band together and we lift each other up. And, you know, I, I say to people, no matter how much society wants to get rid of it and get rid of porn, you're not going to. You're not going to because we just keep on. You push us down, we get back up two steps further, you know. And um, that's what I really. Anything just else? Like anything so else. That's just what I've like noticed about else. that. So, adult industry, in my opinion, is more of my family. In fact, like I just put on. I think I wrote on Facebook. Can't wait to see my family in two weeks. You know, like there. Those are my. Those are my. Those. Are, those. Are, those are my heart. So that's awesome. I'm really interested in these coaching sessions, uh, not for really myself, but just learning more about it because it's got to be tricky to even think about doing that having the balls to do that, you know, calling you to, 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 to realize that, you know, they're normal. Yeah. And that's the thing uh, that, you know, that you just said a very good point. I can't tell you how many people will get on a session with me or on a phone call or a webcam. Okay. So any of the different avenues that I do and say, I'm not sure that you're going to be okay with this. I think I'm the only one. And then I go, well, just tell me, we'll see. I used to say, I've heard it all. I don't say that anymore. Okay. I have not heard it all. And then they tell me and I'm like, Oh, sweetheart, you're like one in like 8,000 million. Like, that's totally normal. It's a normal fetish. It's a normal kink or a normal fantasy. Yo, Coralyn, I think our time has come to yes. an end. I <laughs> hope you come back on sometime. This was so fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for having me. And Elia, shout out to you for all the good questions. That's great because it gives us something to drive off of. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, Ellie, and thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching, for being a part of the show. CoralineJewel.com. Check her out. She is a lot of things. She's so cool. Thank you again, Coraline. She is a certified master psychologist. She is a lifestyle coach, motivational speaker, podcast host. She is extraordinary. Check her out. CoralineJewel.com. Get some jewelry. Get the book talk to her be a part of this lifestyle that she does Coralyn, thank you thank you thank you very much for being on Coralyn jewel everybody wow that was interesting i can't stop saying interesting because i can't think of another word to say because i'm just like mystified you know blindknowledge.com is the spot check it out blindknowledge.com and i'll say one more time blindknowledge.com we got a live stream on the way we got 19 podcasts we got streamers we got gamers we got a lot going on uh if you like entertainment if you like informative uh if you if you just like some fun check it out um this degree is the name of the podcast my name is joey b i'm gonna go do something 
I don't know yet. Maybe grab some coffee. Thanks for checking in, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Entitled to see movies that don't suck. I would tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. I was not expecting that. After you've scrubbed all the floors in Hyrule, then we can talk about mercy. Take him away. No! We are going to die. (laughs) (laughs) My ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. It's a jackdaw. Join your host, Cam Sully, each week as he chats with special guests to discuss many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons.